Wow, it's taking long for me to gather courage to come back and do another one. <laughs> ah, anyway, how are you? How is everybody doing? Welcome back. Today, my topic is a bit more serious. So I have my serious voice on. Um, it's been on my heart for, it's been like cooking in my heart for some time yeah and i think now it's time to share in the book of romans um it says talks about how in creation god's divine nature his eternal power his invisible qualities have been made to be seen through creation so that we do not have an excuse to say that we did not understand because it can be explained or rather the analogy is in the creation. So that's why Jesus, when he was um, teaching and preaching, he would use parables and he would use things that are natural, like a farmer or, you know, a, a, somebody who lost, a woman lost her coin, things that are, we relate to, to explain spiritual things. So in the case of communication, it's the same thing. Um, it's visible how communication varies with whoever or whatever you're communicating with. So let's say, for example, I am I'm talk, I'm, I'm communicating with a dog and I want the dog to maybe go out. I don't talk to the dog the way I would talk to a human being because the dog has no capacity to understand the way a human being would, right? It's the same as how men communicate with men, women communicate with women. The communication is different because the communicators have different qualities. Uh, the way a woman would communicate to a man is different depending on the relationship. Right? Even in business relationships, the communication changes. So you don't communicate. You don't have a standard way of communicating with everything. You don't just communicate with everyone and everything the way that you want to. Sometimes you have to come down to, to stoop down to a certain level. Let's say, for example, if you're communicating with children, you stoop down to a certain level where you sing songs, or you simplify the words, you don't, you know, make it something they can easily understand so that you get your point across to them. I don't know if you're understanding me. Yeah, so that's basically the same thing with God. Now, when it comes to God, we are different. I am not like God. Well, I am, 
He has made me in his image and in his likeness, but we are not the same. God is God and I am me. God's nature is different from my nature in the sense of his existence, not even just the way he exists is different from how I exist. The Bible says that God is a spirit. So from what I know, spirits do not have bodies. And when I say bodies, I mean like flesh, like blood running through their veins, skin, eyes. The reason why we cannot see spirits is because they don't have bodies. And we have bodies and we have eyes, but our eyes are only limited to seeing what is in this earth of ours, this world of ours. So you can be standing, or, or rather, a spirit can move past you or stand beside you and you cannot see it. The way the Holy Spirit lives in me, I cannot see him. I cannot tell you where he is sitting. I cannot take selfies with him. He, I cannot see him. I just know that he is there and I know that he lives in me. That's as far as I know. I don't know how he looks like. Does he have like a form? or shape, I don't know, it's, spirits are very different, right, I don't know if some of you have watched, I don't know, I feel like a lot of us have watched Moana, that guy that was with Moana, and they were going for that grand quest, I don't remember his name, that funny, he was not a man, he was a spirit, but he, he could change his form, sometimes he becomes like a tortoise, sometimes he can fly, become a bird. Do you, like, are you relating? Have you seen that movie? This thing is in almost every cartoon, I'm sure you can relate what I'm saying. So spirits are kind of like that. They don't have like a certain body that they can just dwell in and say that this is how they look like. You cannot say this is, this is how now the Holy Spirit looks like he's like this, he does not look like a man, he doesn't look like a woman, he's just, he's a spirit. Who knows what that is, who, don't, who knows what that looks like, I don't know. So, God is a spirit. But the, the thing that is special about God is that he also has a body. God's body is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So the Godhead has a body and that body is Jesus Christ. God stooped down to become us, like us, so that he can reach out to us. Do you see that communication? The way you would, if I was assuming I was teaching a class for kindergarten kids, 
if it was up to me i would maybe put on a mickey mouse sweatshirt very bright red i have on my mickey mouse ears maybe some jeans and put on like you have some color the way that you're dressing the way that you speak to the kids you know you're singing songs you you don't teach the children for one hour consistently <laughs> teaching them something right kids are taught for like 10 minutes and then go and play or you you know you start painting you start coloring because their attention span is like that so i'm an adult behaving like a child so that i can communicate to them something god is a spirit became a human being so that he could communicate to us likewise if you desire to communicate to god right god is a spirit those who worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit so now you tap into your spirit for you to communicate to god you do not communicate to god the way that you communicate to another person right for spirits have different ways of communicating so they expect nothing less so like how human beings primarily right all considering maybe we let, let's assume we don't have another mode of communication let's remove the details and say human beings primarily communicate with words so if you somebody was to communicate to, to me without words would be difficult for me to understand what you're saying because my mode of communication primarily is words that's what i mean when i say communicating with god has to be in spirit and in truth okay so i think i have done a good analogy ab comprehensive enough i hope that you understand that so that now when i move into the next thing yeah you you're following like you're with me i hope you're with me until there so now you have understood communicating patterns are different with different things yeah so how now do you communicate with god okay so faith is number one you must believe for without faith it is impossible to please him so if you do not believe in god you do not believe in his son jesus christ you do not believe in the holy spirit it will be your communication to god is not it's it's cancelled there's there's no communication at all in fact how would you communicate to god that to a god you do not believe 
who's there, right? So faith is important. Let's start from there. That you believe that God is God. However small your faith is, it doesn't have you don't have to to have, you know, grand faith that you believe everything all at once. Faith is like a mustard seed, right? That small faith that you have. If you plant it and protect it and take care of it and nurture that seed, it grows. So if you, let's say for example, you don't believe God heals, that's fine, but you ex- you believe that he exists. God works with that, the faith that you have at the moment, and then he builds you to believe greater things with time. So number one is you need faith. But faith does not have to be grand. It doesn't have to you don't have to believe in you know in so much about God. Just that little faith that you have is enough for you to make decisions. That's I believe that's why faith is important. Because if I believe that God exists and that God can hear the cry of my heart then I will cry to him because I believe he hears it but if I don't believe that God can hear the cry of my heart then why how would I how would I cry to God you get what I mean so you need faith because faith is what will push you to take that extra step. So I needed faith for me to receive salvation. I had faith. The faith that I had then is was not as big or yes, let me say that. It was not as big as the faith that I have now. God has increased me in faith. with time and not to say that now I believe now completely everything the truth is there are some things that I know knowing is I know that God can do but the faith to even ask him to do those things is lacking sometimes I come to realize that I actually don't have faith in God I don't believe that he can do this and I don't believe that he can do this. So when I come to that point, we go through now a process and God shows me that that's, that's not the point. The point is faith will increase. Just provided you have that, the master, that seed of faith where you believe. Right? So the first thing is faith. Faith is what brings you into that place now so now that you have faith the next step is time and attention in order for you to communicate with God you need time it takes time to master certain things to see certain things about him to learn different like it takes 
it even takes time to read the bible you don't just you know you don't just it's not like a yeah that's what i mean i mean it takes time to communicate it takes time to build that relationship and when i say time i don't mean the 30 minutes prayer that you know we are taught to that religious kind of oh god thank you for this day everlasting god oh we thank you oh god king of glory those things that you say that you don't even know what you are saying you're just saying because that's what you've been saying for forever and ever you know like that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about time and attention where you are conscious about number one who you are talking to and you're conscious about what you're saying your intentions and you are coming into that place with humility and it's 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 like how can i say it it's a very intimate like very intimate personal thing where you go in and nothing is hidden you are not trying to hide anything you're not trying to be somebody that you're not you're just yourself you're just you and you go before the lord in prayer or otherwise and worship that's what i mean <laughs> worship praise whatever it is your your heart is you feel like you you know you want to do in that time and you're just yourself if you are struggling to believe that he exists you go to him that way don't go to him under the obligation that you must you know you must believe past this like you should know this you should just go the way that you are if you have not read the bible and you don't know much about his word like that don't pretend don't go there trying to conceal the fact that you have not been reading just go there like as somebody who has not been reading right if you you're struggling to pray you get down to pray and you have nothing to say go as somebody who has nothing to say in fact that is where you start from god today i have come to fulfill my obligation as a christian or you know however you're coming in but i don't have words to say i don't know what to say to you i don't know what to expect i am well you should have expectations but you are going in the way that you are and you start from there and after you have poured out everything that is in your heart and you don't know how else to go about it then just begin to worship him in truth in truth in the sense that when you are saying lord you are wonderful you're not just saying lord you are wonderful so that you are prayer becomes lengthy or so that you spend more time there no you're saying lord you are wonderful because you simply believe that he's wonderful if you don't believe that he's wonderful don't tell him he's wonderful 
say what you believe that he can do. If you only believe that he exists, then God, you exist. I don't know how to go about it. I don't know what that means, but what I know is that you exist. And then from there now you can ask for more. I want to know more. How can I grow from here to the next place? Right? That's that's it. That is the posture that you take when you are communicating with God now. That is you to him. That that intentionality of the heart means a lot to God for some reason. Right? And I think it's just because I think it means a lot to anybody just as long as you are a person means a lot you don't want to be going on a date with somebody and they bought you food and they're on their phone talking to you know doing god knows what and you're just sitting there wondering now why did i even come here like what are we doing what's what's up you know it's the same that's what we do to god when we we pray without intention you know you have gone to a place where you're praying maybe in church or you decided to pray alone in your room and you have no intention of communing with God but just doing it for the sake of doing it it's like taking your wife out on a date just because she's your wife you know it's an obligation there's no intentionality about it you're just you know it's a duty it's nobody wants that right nobody wants that so it's not that different from God. So be intentional. Give him time. If nothing happens today, again tomorrow, go back to that meeting point. Pray again. The same prayer. I remember when I was I started in this this information by the way has just completely changed my life and how I see things. That's why I'm even sharing with you. I remember when I used to when I started praying I didn't I used to just say so many things you know those those church prayers for God we worship you there's not like you and you're saying so many things you don't even believe you know or you don't even know whether you believe it or not you're not conscious about what you're saying you're just saying or you quote scripture without knowing <laughs> without understanding what you're saying you think Jehovah God, Jehovah, you are Jehovah Jireh, you are the God who provides. You are this, you are that, you are this, you are that. You don't even believe God can. You don't even believe God can provide for you, because you have never even asked Him to provide, because you don't believe. You don't have that faith for it, and you are just there screaming, screaming. It, it's it's meaningless. Like, do you see that? It's start where you are, and then proceed from there. And something else about communicating with God is consistency. I've seen a quote today, actually, on Instagram, and it said, the power of prayer is not in the words that you're saying. It's not in that moment. It is in the consistency. So you meet with God today, and then you meet with God tomorrow 
and then you meet with God the next day and you meet with him this week and next week and the other week and the other week and after one year you are still going back to that place do you think you'll be the ebu you just think ebu just just imagine can you just imagine do you think you'll be this you cannot be the you can hey you cannot be the same you can't you can, it's absolute it's impossible i mean unless you don't want to change but it's impossible the consistency which takes from you because you you put your phone down and you go into that place of prayer right sometimes you even have to wait for everybody else to sleep fast it just depends on the intention again right you have to be intentional about it so yeah that's it i think my those are my points now cons i mean so faith um intentionality time consistency those are qualities i think that are important for you to have effective communication with god this is from you to him yeah that's what i would say now it this applies to in prayer in reading the word in um edifying yourself right like even listening to teachings that will build you up in that way right something knowledge is very it's very i find it very weird like today if i didn't know this but then knowing this one thing my life will be completely changed tomorrow like i'd have a completely different perspective on life tomorrow because i have known this one thing today so don't neglect that the teachings from again selective like right from people who have a track record of being with god or staying with god people you trust to edify you because you can't just listen to anybody it's yeah it doesn't make sense there's so much to listen to so how do you know who to listen to people who have a, anytime i discover a new preacher i go to google to study like what does wikipedia say about them not necessarily to look for that that they did this or they did that Gee, they did this with who or they stole this no that's not what i'm looking for i'm looking for where was he born how did he start this right because that that work with god how long has he been teaching and i just study his life if there are interviews i listen fast to the interviews i don't listen to his messages fast well I can listen maybe to one or two then go to listen to interviews when he's being interviewed by other people you know that's how I evaluate <laughs> I evaluate right there are some people that I I find and I just I had just completely agrees with them so I listen to them for that reason but in most cases I like to go listen to your track record you know people like Sarah Jakes uh He, her dad her husband benihin i go back and look at their lives 
I'm not telling you to look at the things they have done, okay? Because if if that's what you are looking for, I'm telling you now that you don't even have to go and check. You will find them, right? Like I mean, even David, if you want to go that way. So don't don't be so focused on what the things that they have done and the things they have not done. And no, just just watch an eye of Kwanza. That it's not up to you to judge, right? But I'm not saying people who are living in sin that you should be listening to them either way. That because, just because that they're speaking, no, their lives have to have that track record with God, so that. When they fall, they don't stay there. That's what I mean. So when they when they fall, they do something wrong. You you realize the pattern is not that they do something wrong and then they stay there, right? People like Akina David, King David of the Bible. He there are so many faults that he did, but his heart was truly on staying with God despite all the wrong things that he so it's it'll take me to a whole other thing so my thing is just take your time to discover learn and learn be open not to everything but just be open to how what people have to say, not necessarily everybody, right? But don't also despise it or dismiss it simply because you, you just believe that God is the only one now who can speak to me forever and like nobody else should tell me anything about God except God himself. You will hurt yourself. That's, it, it doesn't work like that. So now, how does God communicate to us? That one is vast. I cannot even sit down here and tell you at, you know, number one, number two, number three. You can never come to the conclusion of God and his ways. They are unfathomable. You cannot search out and be like, okay, now I have finished, I have done my research and it's complete, you cannot complete it. But one thing I know is that God does not communicate to us the way we communicate to each other. God, again, is a spirit, so he does not communicate to us the way we communicate to each other, at least not all the time. Wow, this podcast is long. I think I should end it here because I didn't expect this to be this long. I'll end this here and then we'll have another one, which is part two. I think that's what I'll do. I'll have a part two where... I talk about how God communicates to us. Right? I think that would be best. Thank you for listening to this. I hope you come for the next one. This one I have to go back and seek and see like what do I say? <laughs>
Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it has helped you. Yeah, and that is my work to plant seeds and let them grow. I don't know how they'll grow, but they'll grow. So, yeah, I think I'll see you. Well, you'll hear me. You'll listen to me in my next episode. Thank you for staying with me. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.